Hello and welcome to The Alternative Path with me, David Robson. I'm really excited to introduce you to a couple of people uh, in this episode. So one of them in particular, I've been, it's one of those people that since COVID, I seem to have developed a bit of a kind of friendship, if you like, through uh, LinkedIn, had a few conversations with. So I'm really, really pleased to now have this, uh, have this chat. I want to introduce you to Nikki Mears and Nick Boothroyd, who are the co-founders of Naturally Talented Me. Now, Naturally Talented Me is a a great portal. I'm going to let them explain it because they will do it much more of a business service than I will. So, guys, great to have you on. Just give us a bit of an intro about who you are and and what you're about. Hi, Um, Nikki Mears, obviously. Uh, It does sound a bit weird because we're Nick and Nikki. It always works and it's easier to remember. But my background's in learning and development um, and I've worked in sort of the the high level organisations. So the big companies looking at um, skills frameworks, building out development programmes. So I've got quite an insight into how the industry works and how they train and skill up their employees. But I think one of the reasons I left that industry was because you get very caught up in what is actually you know the corporate line and and that doesn't work you know that doesn't work for everybody and training and skills development is is a secondary part of actually finding the right person for the job so that that's that's where I've come from and that's got some of the background to where NTM has come from but I'll let Nick quickly introduce himself as well and then we can sort of give you the background as to why we've got to where we are today. Thanks, Nikki. And thanks, David, for inviting us on. It's an absolute pleasure to to talk about what we we do and what we're passionate about. So my background is slightly different from Nikki's, but still in the HR field. Um, My my whole career has been in talent acquisition, working first and foremost, setting up my own agency, working agency side, and then subsequent to that being um, uh, leading talent acquisition functions within a range of, of corporate businesses that covers retail, hospitality, entertainment, and uh, looking at how businesses attract, bring on board and retain their staff and how they identify talent within that process. And and that's a really key part of what Naturally Talented Me has has ended up being as a platform and an approach. So looking forward to telling you a little bit more about that as we as we go through the conversation. Brilliant. Well, thanks for thanks for the the intros. And I say great, great to have you on. So I know, Nikki, you've you've shown me around Naturally Talented Me before, but for anyone listening, what is what is naturally talented me, how, and how does it work? Um, well, I think the background for us is, is, you know, we've predominantly come from looking at why people struggle to be found in the recruitment process, and there's fundamentally an awful lot of reasons for that. You know, a lot of those are very label driven, um, and and also because the the recruitment process doesn't allow for people who have perhaps, you know, they're not academic or perhaps they're older workers who perhaps don't have you know qualifications. They've just done their trade from learning from from a very early age and. Um, and, and NTMs come about because we felt that if you think about to the old CVs, the CV used to have in as part of the components what your hobbies and interests were. And, and, and I remember having conversations when I was you know, very young, which was a long time ago, um, uh, you know, you'd go and talk to a recruitment agent and they'd ask you all of those questions, you know, what do you like doing, what are your hobbies? And, and that was how originally, you know, you would find a job because somebody would say, oh, you're good at doing that. So um, we're now look at, you know, maybe we can put you into a sales job because you like to talk to people, etc. So we kind of I, I think what's happened is we've we've lost along the way that that whole piece around the, the people centric piece. This isn't just about finding a job. 
you know, to, it has to be something that you're good at. It has to be something that you're driven to do. And so we realised that actually the recruitment process has become so inherently flawed over the years that we needed to go back to the basics. And the basics, as I say, in your old CV used to be about hobbies and interests. And what we've done is we've we've taken that, that methodology behind that and we've created a platform that gives everybody the opportunity to just go through some uh, very simple sort of information dumps more than anything. No right or wrong answers, no, you know, no difficult questions or psychometric and it, it truly unlocks what those natural talents are just by thinking about you know what you do outside of work you know what your hobbies are what you know what you actually as a person do naturally um, and because of that we found that that is providing a huge positive impact on people who find uh, finding work or find looking for work really difficult because they what do they put on their CV if they don't have experience they've not got qualifications if you know if academic isn't their bag mm. you know how do you demonstrate that you've got some real talent um, and that's what the platform is, is at its core is all about it's helping people showcase who they are demonstrate their potential but also something that that Nick's obviously brought to that table is the talent acquisition about you know how do you portray yourself um, and and that's why we do have some some very fundamental parts about you know creating a video about yourself demonstrating that through visual components whether that's pictures you know whether that's you know, things that you can post there that show who you are. And it becomes more of a see me rather than a CV now. Um, mm. And we think that's that's the key for, for you know, for people going forward. Um, Nick, it's probably, there's probably lots yeah. that I've missed there, but I think, I that's, think that's the foundation for it. I think there's definitely been a, a, a change, hasn't there? Like, especially the last 10, 12 months, you know, the use of, of videos and, and Zoom and things like that. So I think there's definitely, definitely a place for it. I, I completely agree. So what's something that kind of came to my mind then when you were when you were talking? It, would you say you've got a, a a target kind of profile, if you like, to be to be a, a person on naturally talented me? No. Um, <laughs> do you want me to take that one? Yeah, take. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> yeah. Let, you, I'll let you do some speaking. Thank you. Um, so I, I, there, there are two answers. There's a short answer, which is um, there are definitely some communities of of individuals who will, who will benefit from this approach because of the reasons Nikki gave around maybe they are less academically qualified or maybe they don't necessarily have a load of experience to put on a CV in its original traditional form. Um, so it's certainly very appropriate for those who don't stand out due to those traditional criteria. Um, but beyond that, we're finding that the application for the platform is really, really powerful for certain segments of the community. So particularly the SEND community, so those with special educational needs and disabilities, who maybe are prejudged by potential employers in some cases, not all by any means, but by some. And they will take a view that an individual who comes from within that community may be difficult to accommodate um, and may potentially have certain traits that are generic. And I, I've been on a number of SEND forums recently talking about the challenges within that community. And the outstanding um, takeaway I get is that because you've met one person with autism means you have met one person with autism. You do not necessarily understand what everybody is like from that particular background. And that's the same for the other communities where the platform is really powerful. So ex, ex offenders, for example, will have a, uh, a potential 
um, perception in the market. And uh, it is actually very, very, very often not the case that, that there isn't a generic type of person, that these individuals have great talents. They may have taken a wrong journey, one wrong step at one stage along the way, but actually we should be harnessing the potential in those individuals, the same as anybody else. Um, you look at over 50s, you look at ex-military, you can look at homeless. There's a number of distinct communities that we really think the platform can help them stand out and level that playing field. Yeah, I, I touched, I had a conversation with someone someone this morning, wasn't it? And it's like going on to what you were saying then. It's like so much about removing a, a stereotype or a stigma around one type of thing, whether it's like you say, someone with autism, an ex-offender. Now, if I think about some of the um the, the schools we work with with young people who are um, have challenging behavior due to being involved in things maybe that isn't isn't on the right path or they they're on the verge of going down a, a wrong line now that isn't to say everyone who goes to a certain type of school is on that path but people who have been into that on that path and gone the wrong way and made mistakes and fast forward five, 10, 15 years, whatever that is. So many of those people then suddenly click and think, actually I could go into a type of environment where people are on the, on the verge of that path or already on that path and make a massive difference. But it amazes me how, how many people would still look at that person and think, still think, actually, yeah, maybe we, we can't take that person on because of this, this, this. But then yeah. the same people who are trying to educate those people are trying to remove that stigma. And I get if, if someone has done something, some form of criminality yesterday and then going into school tomorrow, that, that isn't going to work. You know, there has to be an element of kind of um, a, a time frame of when that kind of is kind of a really old type of behavior. But yeah. it's it's... I, I, I agree. I think it's so important to to try and do our bit to kind of get rid of those stereotypes and, and stigmas because and, this. And it's sorry to I'm interrupting. I'm just just sort of picking up on a thread because it's more than than probably just um, dismissing that that behavior or that background. It's about the potential that we're missing amazing talent that there is a phenomenal people out there who are being um, misrepresented or, or misjudged by virtue of their background or their label or their circumstance. When if we looked at their skill set and their talents differently and looked to unearth them in a way we've not done before, we suddenly reveal some potential that we've never tapped into. So you, you may be looking at somebody with dyslexia uh, and the, poten the potential you get from that is a different way of thinking, a different perspective on problem solving, on challenges and, and a different thought process that could all of a sudden unlock a solution for a business that they'd never, ever thought of. Yeah. And a different thinking from somebody who's been from a difficult background can give you a perspective you've never had. So I think that that's the other power of what it can do is just reveal those talents in a different way. Absolutely, and that all comes down to then, you know, some of the some of the most creative people in the in the world, I think, are are quite known to have ADHD, aren't they? Because mm -hmm. it's a it's yeah. a real it's it's a characteristic of someone with ADHD to be quite creative. And yeah, you're right. So give me a bit of a, a kind of so somebody um, somebody wants to join the platform. How how does it how does the kind of process work, and how does it ha happen? Well, uh, the the actual platform itself is 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 free 
um, for any user. And, and th there is a reason behind that. Um, we are a community interest company and we, we've gone down that route because we... Uh, this has come from us seeing and, and experiencing personal problems with regard to the way the system supports people in, in finding careers and going through the academic process. Um, and, and we didn't want to inhibit anybody from, from having that opportunity to be able to create a profile that truly portrays their potential. And so we took the decision right from the beginning that we wanted everybody to have access to this tool free of charge. So as a user, anybody can go in and they can go and create their profile. They can send the link to their profile to, to anybody that they want to. And, and that's the whole point of this is that we've leveled that playing field by giving them that, that platform. There, there are commercial elements to that. And, and, you know, as we all know, you know, this is this is it's about making a difference, but it's also about changing things. And 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 what we want to be able to do is, is to then um, demonstrate that, that by giving everybody an even and, and a, a level playing field to be able to demonstrate their potential, you can truly find really diverse talent pools. And and so um, from an individual's perspective, you know, you can go to our website, you literally register with a uh, um, an ID and a, and a password and you log in and then you have full access to create your profile from there so there's no you know difficult there's no you have to have this and that you have to you know justify why you're going it's literally a case of register log in and your journey starts as soon as you you open that door so you know it and, and it's all about just literally working through something that is very different so you know as i say there's no right or wrong answers there's no psychometric testing and it's very simple and clear and easy for people to use it's you know select from drop down boxes and it automatically populates your talents just from your hobbies and interests and i think most people that do it that first part of it and you know there's obviously other bits that you can add in to develop that but once you do that you suddenly realize that it's actually unlocking things that people don't even realize that they've got i mean i use one my own example that mine actually says i'm patient and i would debate that until the cows come home because i can't stand sitting in traffic or waiting in a queue but the actual reality of it was the reason why I've got that and it is an inherent talent of mine is that I like doing craft work. You know, I, I crochet, I paint, I draw. You've got to have a high level of patience to be able to do something like that. And I think that's what a lot of individuals don't realise is that it's things that they do because they like doing it, because they're driven to do it and they're passionate about it, that truly portrays those talents. And, and we all know that actually there's so much training material out there and so much learning material out there that if you do, if you find something that you actually want to do, you go that extra mile to learn about it. And so, you know, this is about giving people the chance to go into something that they are potentially driven to do. Because actually, from an employer's perspective, training that person is very easy if they want to do it, if it's naturally coming to them that, you know, this is what they can do. So we're actually trying to drive that change by getting more people to use the platform and getting more people to be involved in actually showcasing who they are, because that will give employers a second thought about, well, actually, this is quite good. I quite like how this works. Something that we mentioned as well earlier was about the anxiety of that face-to-face -face interview. 
you know, by having a profile for people who have those kind of face to face issues, you know, they might get anxious, they might get nervous, and then they don't portray themselves naturally, they can actually portray themselves through their profile. So their showcasing of their ability is through that visual imagery. And that takes away that barrier of, you know, I'm going to have a face to face interview with you now. And suddenly it's like sheer panic. Actually, you've already seen the real person. So that next conversation isn't an interview. It's a discussion forum. It's talking about, you know, oh, you know, this is why I've seen how you've got the potential to do this. And and it's actually makes them much more informative conversations. So it's, you know, it's really removing quite some quite serious barriers in, in lots of different ways. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. I think it's really interesting that from then an employer's from an employer's point of view, you can learn so much more, can't you, than 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 reading a CV. Like I've obviously day job is is recruitment. I I I'm not a, like I'm I'm really not a fan of CVs. <laughs> There's probably a bit of a a weird thing to say when I work in recruitment, but I I generally from a a, a kind of putting people into positions point of view, I would much rather ring a school and say, look, we've got this person. This is their background. I really think because the like we don't work with huge numbers of schools we work with a smaller number of schools closely so i'd like to think we've got a good understanding of what they need so then in time you ring a school and say i've got this i really think you should see this person they've got this 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 they could really fit in that i always i'd always try and do that before sending a cv because sending it's so hard to judge something on a cv isn't it because it, it it just really is and with technology we've got now like we should we should be changing shouldn't we 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 should be changing i think there's a question there as well david as to you know a bit play to the cynic in me and, and my background as you know is recruitment as well is you get some beautifully written cvs and they look amazing and they've got some fantastic uh, phrasing and they're, and they're pulling out all of the keywords and you look at them and go wow this individual will be phenomenal mm. you you have a conversation and where that that cv came from starts to to trigger something in the back of your mind saying i'm not sure this person actually wrote this cv because the 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 words don't match up with what i'm hearing and seeing so to get something that's a bit more visual and you can actually get an insight into the personality and the behavior of that individual and and my background as, as i said earlier around retail hospitality entertainment is it's about that interaction with the customer what I want to identify is that ability where somebody will wow my customer. So they go away from that interaction going, you know what? That was amazing. I love that, that individual. They just gave me service that I've not had elsewhere. And you can't get that from a CV because you don't know where it's come from and, and it doesn't tell you anything other than words, whereas visuals and, and imagery and, and supporting documentation and evidence that they love doing these things becomes really powerful. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and I say I agree, but you know what? I happily admit this. There's a uh, a company in in the recruitment world who've got a great video platform, and I've had numerous conversations with them. But I've been I've been stalling just mainly because, if I'm honest, it's it's not hugely heavy in education recruitment at the minute. Mm-hmm. With kind of stuff going on, but yeah, the, the, it's it's great because again you could get school leaders are so busy as in, in my sector or loads of sectors a leader so busy looking at a video is i think people would do it more than looking at a cv yeah. um cool I, I i i think it's no secret i made it quite clear with nikki previously that i've, I've 
I really like the like the platform. How does it then work on a so fast sort of change it around a bit as if I'm I'm a client? How does it work mm-hmm. for a client then to work on the platform? There's a should I take it, Nikki? Give a yeah. give some initial stuff. So there's a couple of ways it works. There's um, it, if you are a school, let's take that example to begin with, and and how do you use it as a careers department within a school? So that's one of our target audiences is how a school will benefit from using the platform and having their students using the platform. Um, so they have a ring fence community, which means it's a closed community that is safe and only allows students from that school to access it. And then the careers lead will have access to all of those profiles that are completed by that cohort of students. And they can interrogate that data within the, the, the student profiles to identify all of their students with a certain mix of talents, which may be linked to employer conversations that school is having for work experience, for volunteering, for potential outplacement, whatever it might be. And they can present or make available with with permission from the students, a selection of students who have the talent mix that matches the work experience the employer is looking for. So you end up with a better match of individual to opportunity that works better. And the platform also works in that it will identify which generic careers are matched to an individual's profile. So it may be that you end up with 15 students who have a mixture of talents that suit being a physiotherapist, for example. And you can use that information to invite a physiotherapist into your school to do a talk about what it's like to be a physiotherapist with a target audience who are already identified to have the talents that would suit them becoming one and hence the potential for their interest levels being higher. So so that model works really well from a ring fence community for school to manage their cohorts better. And we we have a very, very competitive uh, commercial arrangement in terms of what that would cost a school because we're very, very conscious of the resource constraints and the financial constraints in schools to do this sort of thing. But it will allow you to better present your student population when they're getting ready for work with opportunities that suit them and to direct them to opportunities that will really match their their interests. So that, that's that's one area. Um, the other, just quickly, is from an employer's point of view, where an employer could use the platform to profile their own employees to understand what talents do they have within their own employee base, and also mix that up with some diversity data to understand whether there are any underrepresentations in certain demographics, be that age, gender, ethnicity, whatever it may be and can then go to market with a combination of, we are looking for talents of maybe determination, independence, confidence, and communication, might be therefore set of talents that would suit a role. And we are underrepresented in a certain ethnicity at a certain age group and a certain gender. So that will then help you target your advertising, your promotions, your communities that you approach to say, these are the opportunities that we're looking for here. So it, it can be used really powerfully and employers can advertise jobs within NTM to, to auto match to candidates within the, the database to, to get really close matches to then take to interview. Well, it's really interesting, something that just popped to my mind and I'd never really, from talking to you before, Nick, I'd never really thought of this, but thinking of it from a, from a school's point of view, that if, a, if say, for example, um, a, um, what, an SEN school or whatever it might be had signed up to use your portal it would also be a really good exercise for to do as almost a, a class a subject as a mm-hmm. I think it would be a really good you know a lot of 
a lot of young people, even in, in a mainstream education setting, are quite low on confidence because of that area of not being academic or not being. And straight away, I think it would massively, again, even a playing field because it, you know, your your pupil who's very academic and can put things down on paper could if, if they said in the class right let's write cvs let's write our cvs today like we're going out to the job market some people straight away were going to struggle some people whereas doing something like this I, I think it would be a much more even even play field so as a as a kind of and this is for any schools that might be listening if to kind of have it as a bit of a a, a kind of lesson almost to, right mm. we're going to be logging onto our portal to do some profiling around and it would also then i think help people uncover those those excuse the pun but hidden talents isn't and, that just and actually just you've you know that's a really good point and this this came out of a very early conversation we had with the school is that your talents when you've when you when they've been populated they appear on your profile as a word cloud and when we did this for uh, a group of year seven students, um, they were doing positivity days and getting people for getting them to think about, you know, what you can do rather than what you can't do. That whole generating that in enthusiasm. And of course, when you do a lesson, you say, go and look at jobs. You know, kids just look at all sorts of different things. It's probably nothing to do with what they can do. It's just what their mate was looking at. But the word cloud was something that they suddenly went, wow what about if we could print that off and have it on the wall or they could have it laminated in their day bag so that when they're having a bad day, they kind of pull that out and go, look, I have got real talent and there is things that I can do. So that is part of that functionality within within the platform so that they have their word cloud as their, their positivity cloud. But something else that you, you've hit on there is that you know, obviously, we all know schools are, are, are having to align to the Gatsby benchmarks, which are very challenging when you look at, you know, where we are today in the, you know, the last 12 months of being able to deliver careers advice and support within schools has almost been impossible. And it, it's not going to get any better. But the great thing is the way we've set up the platform and, and the, the, the ways that you can use it in so many different formats actually we're ticking i think probably seven out of the eight gatsby benchmarks so if you're a school that that is thinking well how am i going to do careers provision this you can do online so it can all be done remotely as you say you could have workshop sessions like on a zoom session you know we're all going to all go off and do your profile and then let's have a look at what types of jobs that's given you and then you can go and investigate those jobs and come back with a presentation about you know why you like that job and they can record it and they put it onto their profile so it becomes this whole part of that whole career ethos within the school and we can and because of what it does it will map through their whole school career so we're saying early years could be as early as year six primary school students coming into big school having that thought process before they even get into that whole environment of oh I've got to think about what courses I want to do when I get to you know year nine and choose my options this helps them throughout that whole process because of what it's providing them with and and it, and it becomes part of their everyday life because, you know, if you think about it, once you start developing your profile and you start putting lots of different things in there, you're only going to keep that with you. It's going to be a lifelong tool platform that will go with you. So it's like your best buddy. So every time something great happens, you post it in there and it becomes something that demonstrates you, your own development as well. So I think you've hit the nail on the head in that we see this is very fundamental throughout 
all the secondary schools definitely and maybe even early as primary schools helping them to make those informed decisions throughout their own educational development but imagine this that we start to engage local employers because of the data that we've got about what type of generic roles these students are aligning to and you start to get employers actually giving information about that industry sector or maybe offering some training courses free of charge. So you start to then develop that interconnection piece that, that they don't have at the moment. So it's it's hugely powerful in, you know, however small or however, however large you want to use it. It's it's very much about giving people a platform to be seen. And, you know, that's truly what it's all about. You know, you, you mentioned the Gatsby benchmark there and there is a straight away, there's a, and again, before, before today, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I didn't really look at the platform from a kind of use in school point of view. I, put, I just, I, I just hadn't, but there's a school that I spoke to this, I mentioned, I spoke to a school this morning um, around, a, around a career thing. This, this is screaming out that school. They refer to the Gatsby benchmark a lot when they, they actually come on the, on the podcast, they run a, a, a kind of a, a lesson or a program in the school they've got I think they've got a a shop that they have as a as a purpose shop to people learn to sort of the, the exchange of money the, the the kind of cost of things the profit all that mm. and they also run a, a recruitment thing around so I, like as soon as we finish I'll remind me and I'll, I'll definitely link you up because uh, yeah if you haven't already spoke to them it's 100% a school that you should type of school you should speak to um yeah I, I you know the beauty of this these Okay, go on, Nick. Sorry. Sorry, just on that point, that's a that's a great example where maybe at the moment where where students can't get out and do interactions with with live employers, you have environments within certain schools that are um, reflecting that and representing that in internally. So you may have a I think one of the special schools I've been working with, which does phenomenal work, um, has got their own farm and has got their own cafe. So you could use their interactions with with your uh, with your teachers as a student as video evidence of an individual doing some work that then can be evidence to employers through their profile. So you you capture it as, a, as an interaction and there's your evidence that that individual could operate in that role for me as an employer because I can see them doing it and I can see how they're loving it. And it's backed up with their passions and talents, so that that just triggered a thought that you you mentioned then. Yeah, and and again, you you just mentioned that you can you can see someone doing something they enjoy. And again, the same school I was talking about, we had a conversation this morning, and I was saying like, how many people like how many people do a job and they don't enjoy it? Like I, I'm sure the I don't know the official stats on it, but I'm sure it's if you did a poll, it would be scary how many people <laughs> actually don't enjoy their job. Like, and I and I did, I was really trying to stress it when I was talking this morning, saying look, like if if I could give anyone any any advice, and I'm still learning, like everyone, like enjoy doing what you're doing, and if you don't, make a change because it's yeah. it's it's not worth it. Like, yeah. no, in my opinion, no matter the financial gain, no matter the benefits if you don't enjoy it what's the point like we work so much in our lives don't we that yeah. there's, there's just no point 100 brilliant i like i say i I'm, I'm really the whole point in this podcast is to educate uh, raise a bit of awareness and i've spoken to you a few times nikki and i've it's definitely triggered triggered a kind of a, a use of the platform for form for me so if there's any schools listening um the link to natural town to me will be in the notes i'd, I'd 100% recommend talking to these guys they're like 
nice I'm not scared to say it, just nice people as well, which which is makes things even better. Just yeah. Anything else you want to kind of finish up on before we before we finish? Just a huge thank you, to be honest, to, to get the, the airtime and the opportunity to talk about something we're so passionate about and we just know has got some real potential. It's just great to have some support to, to help us get it out there. So so thanks, David. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. My pleasure. Brilliant. Great stuff. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.